0: I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in you I put my trust in you, and
1: when I'm trusting, I love. I put my trust in you, I put my trust in you Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller And I'm Niles Spain And we're your fuck buddies We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either from our incredible
0: listeners or get them roaming the wild. We answer them right here, right now, in your ears, every Monday. Also monthly on Patreon. And monthly on stage. Hey, Dane, when's the next show?
1: Our next show is Thursday, September 21st. That is this Thursday when this comes out. Mm -hmm. Tickets are $10 at Black Sheep, available at our website, fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the live show option and uh, just hit the, there's a little button that just says reserve and it should take you right there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. We have a custom cocktail menu. We have food specials. It's always a lot of fun. So far, only cool people have come to the show. So that's great. And yeah, it's going to be a blast. So hopefully we'll see you there one of the first times we've really talked about it and not be like, oh, wait, this episode is coming out
1: after the show. No, yeah, we're on top of it. Um, Also, uh, one of the things I love most about the live shows is this is something that we did, like the first show that we did, we were like, oh, we'll hand out like little question things for people to write questions down and then we'll do like a little segment where we'll answer some of them. Uh, That's most of the show now. Like the amount of questions that we get from the audience is uh shocking and a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I really thought maybe we'd get one or two and like reluctantly or bad questions, but it's always one very good questions and two a fuck ton of them.
1: Yeah, so many. I love
0: it. You guys fucking deliver, and I'm proud of you. Speaking of audience questions, you ready for one? Yeah. Let's get right into it. Uh this is Agent This is Agent Dinglehopper. I, 33-year-old male. I'm very comfortable with being single and my arrangement being friends with benefits among the girls I date. I'm open and direct about what my deal is from the beginning. I'm careful, safe, and get tested as one does. It's been nice and exactly what I like. I tell them I like a non-monogamous, non-exclusive relationship, usually friends with benefits, and have made some sexy friends remain so even after the benefits ended. Though a girl I've been seeing, 28, after I wanted to refresh our relationship status, i.e. purely friends with benefits, told me she doesn't really feel good with the understanding that I'd have sex with other girls while I'm seeing her. She feels like she would be objectified because she feels that she is just one in a conveyor belt of girls and feels like an acquisition instead of a person. I don't think her of that way in the least and said I would have absolutely no problem if she was seeing other guys. It goes both ways. She told me it's just really hard finding another guy to connect with and be comfortable with. She's a nice person and I care about her as I do every friend I have. However, I've been feeling a bit uneasy since I respect her wishes, but I really feel like seeing other girls like I used to. Is it too much to ask to just call our friends with benefits arrangement off? I don't like hurting people, and I hope she won't take it too hard. For the past month, I've been not feeling too great with this situation. Any thoughts? But yes, thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Can't believe I almost caught up within a little over a year of finding you. Makes me laugh many times. Who knew Ireland and Canada could be such good bedfellows?
1: Hell yeah. Uh, one, thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, love it. Thank you for the kind words, too. My yeah. two favorite things. People listening and saying kind of things about us. <laughs>
1: Yes. Compliments and engagement. Um, Okay. It sounds like you have a pretty good grasp of communicating what you want to people. However, it seems to have fallen apart the second someone like has thrown a little bit of a wrench in the gears. Because if you're like, hey, I prefer non-monogamous, non-committal relationships, i.e. friends with benefits or, you know, whatever. Uh, She's like, I don't want that but then you were like okay yeah and it seems at odds to being conducive to like what you want and that's fine and i understand that there are times where like you meet someone that you really like or the sex is really good and you start to question being like oh is it worth you know tailoring what i want in order to continue to see this person um, which is fine because you can still be non-committal or non and non-monogamous if you aren't pursuing other people At the time, because one person is currently all you want to see. That's fine. But the the non-committal and non-monogamous part falls apart where if you stop doing what you want to do in order, because essentially Mm -hmm. you are now committed and monogamous. If you're only seeing this one person, right? And And if that's not what you want, then you're in a bad spot.
0: Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is that it's totally fine if you chose to do that. Yeah. But- if you're being asked to and don't really want to, which is clearly the case, then that's not non-monogamy and it's not non-committal. You know what I mean? But also, I've I've always had an issue with people trying to pull like a whole, oh, we're non-monogamous, but also, and I'm like, but that is, that is monogamous. If you're saying I can't see other people, like, yes, just by saying like, oh, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but also you can't see other people. It's like, okay, so we are really, you know what I mean? Yeah, And I've had people try to, to like, come back against that, being like, no, it's it's not that. It's just that, like, I'm not comfortable. I'm like, okay, but, like, it's still the same thing. You know what I mean? You can't just call it a different word and be like, what's different?
1: You know? Yeah, if you're not sleeping with other people and you are exclusively sleeping with one person, then you are monogamous. Yes. Like Which, again. Quite literally. Yeah. If, and like I said, like, if that is what you want, if you only want to see one person at this moment, that's fine. That's yeah. cool. But... If you're doing it because you're worried that, oh, no, we I, I might lose this person or this person mm. might not want to see me anymore if I want to pursue the people that I want to pursue and the lifestyle I want to pursue, then it might just be because you ask, oh, is it okay to, to call it off? Of course sure. it is. Yeah. If you're not happy or this isn't going the way that you want it to go, of course it's okay to call it off. It's your life yeah. too. It's your relationship as well. And it is more beneficial in the long run to like call it off because it's only going to lead to a point as as you spend more time with this person, this person is going to think that they have like changed you or flopped you or convinced you to be monogamous and be exclusive. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, Oh, Hey, actually I found someone like I've met someone new that I want to pursue a relationship with. That's probably going to hurt them a lot more, even though it technically really shouldn't. Yeah. But hearing that, hearing that, like, Oh, their exclusive company is no longer quote unquote enough for you is going to hurt more than you just being like, Hey, I really enjoy the time we spend together. And if, but if you're not comfortable with me seeing other people, then I don't know if this has any sort of like longevity. Yeah. And like, unfortunately the best time to have said that was when they brought it up. Mm-hmm. But
0: the second best time is now, you know what I mean? Cause like, as Dane said, it's very true. Like the longer it goes, the possibility of them getting upset increases, you know, more and more. And like, look, hopefully they will be cool. You know what I mean? Like they've expressed what they want. Out of ship. You didn't get offended. You're going to express what you want. Out of relationship. Hopefully it'll be fine. Sometimes you just, you know, someone's going to get hurt regardless, and the way to keep them from getting hurt more is to be honest, right? So the sooner you're honest, the less hurt they're going to be, and the more you guys can move on to things that you want. So by all means, yeah, you can totally and probably should totally end this, or at least say that you want to go back to how things are. I very much doubt they're going to want that, but, you know, sometimes that's
1: just how it works. Yeah, I think a good way to sort of phrase it, because- I think a lot of people hear like, oh, uh, you know, non-monogamy and think again, she describes it as like a conveyor belt of people. Right. And that's decidedly not. I'm sure there are people who treat it that way. And I'm sure there are, but but like there's people who treat monogamy just as toxically. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there are people who are monogamous, but still cheat and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's, it's really important to sort of, I think, really outline what being non-monogamous means to you. And the fact that you're like, oh, I care about her as I do any friend. I think that's, that's important information to impart to her. Be mm-hmm. like, look, just because we're, we're non-committal and non-monogamous doesn't mean that I don't care about you. Doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, use you only for sex. Like what I'm proposing is friends with benefits and one of the, the first, the first word in that is friends. And I want yeah. to be someone that matters to you. And I want you to matter to me and me seeing other people doesn't diminish my feelings for you. Yeah. And, you know, just explain it that way and explain that. Like you wouldn't, if we were friends and without having sex, would you be upset if I had another group of friends yeah. or, you know what I mean? And like, explain it that way. Be like, no, and it doesn't lessen our friendship if I have other friends because mm-hmm. there are other friends that I do other things with. I go out, you know. I have my D and D friends. I got my karaoke friends. I've got my you know rock climbing friends, and it's the same thing as when you have a non monogamous sexual relationship. It's so like maybe one person is very you know quote unquote vanilla and that's fine. That's, that fills a certain role. One person might be very kinky. One person
0: might be different type, different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I, I think an important thing to do as well is to one, explain why you said yes for the, for now. And you could be like, look, cause I really care about you and I didn't want things to end. So I said yes, even though like upon reflection, that's not really what I want. And that like, that isn't, Like, if you're upset or whatever, like, I'm sorry. But at the same time, that's kind of testament to how much I do like you and care about you is that I was willing to put myself in this position that I don't really want to be in just because I didn't want things with you to end. You know, like, you put yourself out to try to, like, help her. So I think, like, letting that be known is, like, a good way to maybe soften the blow a bit. Another way you could go about doing this is, like, ask them if there is a reason they feel, you know like they're part of this revolving door, like with your relationship, I assume it's just their own kind of like inbuilt, you know, like issues or whatever, but like, I don't know if there's an area that's lacking that you could maybe shore up or help reassure them. Maybe
1: that would be a nice, a nice thing to do going forward. You know, that's an excellent point in terms of, I feel like this is something we don't really talk a lot about, but checking in with your partner and being like, Hey, is there anything you need more of for me to make this a comfortable situation for you. Yeah. Like perhaps she wants to hear more about the partners you want to, you're, you're seeing. So she has a better idea of like the scope of, of what you're dealing with. Some people are like, I don't want any reference for it. And that's yeah. something you could like, perhaps you are casually mentioning like other people that you're seeing and that makes her a little uncomfortable. And maybe it yeah. is easier for you to just be like, okay, cool. When we're together, I won't talk about my other partners yeah. and you know, stuff like that. And, and it's important to like keep that communication and I think it's also really important as now I was talking about being like explaining that you did try it and you you've mentioned in the question you're like oh I'm not I feel a little weird about it now. That's 100% okay to listen to a partner's requests, try it out and yeah. then be like oh well I said yes so I've got to stay with it. that's that's not yeah. correct. You said yes, you tried it out, it doesn't feel good, so now it's time to as you said like reevaluate your relationship and bring it up again be like, Hey, I, I wanted to give this a try for you, but it doesn't feel right for me. I feel really uncomfortable with it. And here are the reasons why, and here is what I would like to do going forward. And that's a new sort of negotiation with your relationship. And that's a new chance for them to be like, okay, actually, you know what, if that's, if this doesn't feel right for you, it doesn't feel right for me. So let's pump the brakes and either try something different or call it off. And let's just be friends. Yeah. And that's a, a really mature adult responsible way to handle relationships because you could like the alternative is doing this until you find someone else that you want to sleep with. And then you're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I found someone else. I'm going to go fuck them now, yeah, which, which is, is not great because
0: as we said earlier, the longer this goes, the worse it gets, you know? And I think there's another kind of like element of it being a little bit more personal. If you're like, Oh, I'm leaving you for, for that person, you know? Yeah. As opposed to I'm leaving you because, or like, I want to change the
1: situation because it doesn't suit me. Yeah. So keep being honest, keep being upfront, keep having those conversations of like reevaluation because that is how non-monogamy thrives is being like, okay, this was our original arrangement. It's not working for one of us or both of us. So let's see if we can't tweak it. Let's see if we can't change it so that it does work for both of us. And if it doesn't, then, you know, we had a really good run. I had a lot of fun with you. I still care about you. I'm happy to be friends, but if you need space, I'll respect that as well and move on. And the thing is,
0: like, I have no fear that this question asker is going to do a good job because clearly they are good at knowing what they want and communicating. They seem very mature. So I, I have no worries that this is
1: going to go well. Yeah. At least on their end. <laughs> exactly. So good luck um, and good question. Uh, this is from Reddit user Okay Tower 595 How to make him feel better after a BJ? I've been really into this guy for a while. Last night, we started kissing, and I'd had a bit to drink, so I pulled his pants down and started licking up his shaft, just to teeve him before I go to work. I got halfway up his shaft, and he tells me to stop, and then starts coming. He pulls away, but it lands on my neck and dress, and he's mortified. I found it pretty hot. I masturbated the thought of him being so hot for me, he came like that. But he won't even talk to me anymore. What do I do? Tell him that it was so hot that you masturbated to it? Yeah! They yes. He's
0: gonna, he's gonna like hearing that.
1: <laughs> That's it's funny that like look, premature ejaculation is something that we have been so browbeaten to be ashamed of. Yep. Literally every piece of media is not cool about it. It's no, simple. it's
0: it's just it's such a constant mockery, and and there doesn't seem to be any kind of like pushback on that either. You know what I mean? Like so many things we've moved on from, like, you know, fat shaming and like A lot of things have really developed, but I feel like a lot of things in in the men's sphere have just been like, yeah, whatever. Let's shame their dick size. Let's let's shame premature ejaculation, whatever. They they don't deserve it.
1: Yeah, it's it's very, very funny how we like look at uh, how how we really just haven't evolved or advanced uh, conversations about men's sexuality at all. Mm -hmm. If anything, we've we've, you know, reverted like I watched Wedding Crashers uh, last night for the first time. And I was actually surprised at like kind of how well it held up Mm -hmm. in terms of like the, the nature of the thing. But there is a scene where Vince Vaughn gets straight up raped and then almost sexually assaulted immediately after again. And it's so flippant. Mm -hmm. And they actually like, he actually uses the word raped and like, no one cares. It's never Mm -hmm. addressed again. It's never like, it's so glossed over. And we were watching it and we were just like, fuck me imagine if this was a role reversal this movie would have like it would have taken a complete tonal change sh- change and like shift yeah. If this was like Vince Vaughn doing this to Isla Fisher
0: the funny thing is at that time that would like a role reversal still I don't think would have been okay you know what I mean yeah even though like things are, are were still not great back then but like it still would be like whoa what the fuck but it almost certainly would be a huge thing at this point where it's like mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck you know
1: yeah I mean, we talked about it as well. Like, Bridgerton has a very oh yeah, not not great rape scene as well with another dude. And everyone was like, hey, it's so hot. And even, like, yeah. the narrator after the fact is very flippant about <laughs> what just happened. Like, they're just like, oh, she did a bad thing. Yeah. It's like, and no, no nothing ever comes of it. No, <laughs> no, no one it, ever gets reprimanded. Literally,
0: at worst, it's like, oh, okay, well, did you, you really did that, did you? She's like, oh, I guess. Silly me. It's like, what the fuck? And, like, the guy was, like, traumatized, which is why he didn't want to do. So it's even worse. You know what I
1: mean? I mean, this, I'm pretty sure he doesn't go back to the second season. Like, I think he quit the show. Like, I don't think he's in the second season anymore, the actor. Yeah. Because I think he yeah, was. Yeah, pretty fucked up, honestly. Unimpressed with how they dealt his, with his character. Yeah. Um. So, like, we have so much uh, generational and uh, social anxiety i guess about Mm -hmm. things like losing erections coming too soon penis size like all that and there really as now said like there really isn't any advancement or discussion on that which is a big reason why we have a show like this of being like Mm -hmm. uh, having the opportunity for men to talk about these things and to hear other voices of of people being like these are things that happen to everyone Mm -hmm. and In this situation, in the, like the reality of things, how many times have we had questions of being like, oh, he came too soon, but I don't care. It was really like, I had a great time. This one, he came too soon, but it was really fucking hot. And I masturbated because of it, you Mm -hmm. know, he lost his erection and I don't care, but how do I get him to, you know what I mean? Like there's so much in reality, people are a lot more understanding and forgiving. And it's not as big of a deal as we are told from the second we, you know, start talking about sex as men. Yeah, about being like, oh, dick size matters, you know, lasting for hours matter. Uh, it's embarrassing to come too soon. You're not a man if you can't hold an erection like all this shit is aggressively beat into us so early.
0: Yeah. And it's it's ceaseless. And again, it hasn't changed at all. So that's wonderful for us. Yay, progress. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, look, if you reach out and you be like, look, hey, I understand you're embarrassed or whatever, but like, I want to let you know. I thought it was super hot. Like, I would love to get you that worked up again or less. So whatever you want. But like, I don't want you to feel bad about that because I thought it was hot and I literally masturbated to it.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I would I would even take the embarrassment. Like, I wouldn't even bring it up. I would just be like, I haven't stopped thinking about you coming all over me. I masturbated. You know what I mean? Like, keep it strictly focused on the positive. Yeah. How hot you found it and being like, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Those are, those are like – some if someone said that to me regardless of like whether I came too soon or not, like a, anytime anyone sends me a text and it's like, I can't stop thinking about this or mm-hmm. I've – this thing you did to me was crazy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. getting those texts like two days later. Whew. On top of the other problems men have, men are
0: like just like cripplingly lacking in, you know, like compliments. So- yeah. Give him a compliment, too, because that's another problem people have to deal with. So, you know, and hey, maybe the embarrassment or the shame or maybe he blocked you. These are things that might have happened, and that is unfortunate. And hopefully it's not going to hit him too hard. But I think this is such a good way to go about it that if you do this and it doesn't work out, at least you have done a good thing. Hopefully he read the message Hopefully that helps out. I do think that's really all you can do
1: is send this positive message. And the best part is you're being completely honest too. Yeah. Yeah. You're not lying because you, you feel that way. Um, and I, I guess like the one thing, if if you find yourself, you know, in our effort to make the world sexier and happier and safer, um, if this ever happens to you in reality, like if a dude ever does come too quick, uh, you know, just be, be comforting, be understanding, uh, maybe send them that text being like, it's fucking hot that you got that, that well, hot from me. Honestly, I, I would say if this happens again to this person
0: or if it happens to someone listening, don't wait for the text. Make it hot there and then, you know what I mean? Like, don't let it get to the point where they've run out and they're ashamed and not answering texts. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Make it a little bit more immediate.
0: Yes. Hopefully, then you can cut it off before it, it spirals into this big, like, self-loathing, like, embarrassment spiral, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, well, fair play to you for being cool, and hopefully this guy's doing all right. This is a deleted user. Girlfriend hasn't saved my number? I've been together with my girlfriend, 24, for about half a year, and everything is going amazingly. We spend a ton of time together, call, go on a lot of dates, etc. It's really fun. However, I randomly noticed she hasn't even saved my number as a named contact, so when I call her on WhatsApp, just my number pops up. That was kind of weird. Any ladies on here that do the same slash know why? Sure, I could ask, but I don't want it to seem like I'm making a big deal out of something so trivial.
1: Um, I don't use WhatsApp, so I don't really know like how it works in terms hey, of...
0: guess what? It barely fucking works in this <laughs> regard specifically. My brother, my sister, and one of my best friends from back home, for some reason, their names only come up as numbers. But like people I've never really interacted with, they come up as names. I don't understand why.
1: Let me see who. Yeah, Uh, I would say it's like a 50 50 like mishmash of uh, people, people showing up as names and numbers.
0: Yeah, like it's I don't know what their like system is for that. But honestly, it took me I got so sick of it. I want to change my brother's number to a name. And it, it took so long to figure out how to do it. It was very annoying. So. If it's just WhatsApp, dude, you're cool. You're fine. It's a weird. Yeah, if
1: this was if this was in your her like her phone. Yeah, I would be a little bit more suspicious.
0: But even then I'd be like, what? What would it mean? You know, are you worried that you're the side piece? (laughs) Because like, yeah, the only thing less the only thing more suspicious than like Dave texting you is a blank number texting you all the time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's very true.
0: It wouldn't even make sense. Like, even if it was like. If your name was in there as like my bank or you know Siobhan, yeah, sure. Then you could be like, okay, I think I'm the side piece. But it's just mm-hmm. a blank number. Like that's the most sus. Like oh, it's <laughs> just those prank texters. Wow, you yeah. it's like half a half a year of fucking back and forth. Oh, I like to mess with them. They seem to think you're in a relationship. Isn't it so funny? I love pranking these texters. By the way, I gotta go for ten hours again, which I do every few days. I'll be back soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I funny. wouldn't worry about it, dude. Uh, and if if it really does give you the ick, then bounce. I guess. I like. I don't know. Like, We're if it's bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's no harm in just being like, you know, if, if it does naturally, as long as you're not like stooping through a phone or or like you, like I don't know how you would have seen this. Yeah, like, why are you calling her next to her? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like wait, you'd have I'm, to message her. I know exactly why. I do
0: it all the time, just so I check this very thing. Like, <laughs> oh, do they have me on their phone? I called them on every app, and they're like, wait, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, sat in my phone. They're like, sat in your phone, and you went into, like, Instagram and called me on there? Yeah. Oh, you just did it again, but with WhatsApp. I'm like, hold, oh, hold on.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think
0: of a really obscure...
1: I know the best I can do is
0: Instagram (laughs) because calling people on Instagram is fucking weird.
1: Yeah, it is. Someone, uh, when we won our Canadian podcast award, called me on Instagram and I was like, the fuck is happening? Why are you doing this? It was actually very sweet. Pretty sure the only person who does that to me or has
0: done that is like very, very drunk coworkers. Like when I know they're like fucked up, fucked up. And I'm like, definitely not answering
1: that. Yeah this is like if i ever see you calling me through anything other than my phone i'm probably going to be very suspicious depending on the time of date and who you are like if it's at like 3 a.m and you're one of my friends and you're calling me on messenger i'm gonna pick up because i'm like oh something's bad Mm -hmm. but otherwise i'm gonna be like i don't want to deal with this because i know you're fucking hammered yeah and then i'm gonna have to be like no you can't come over why because
0: you're, you're calling me on Instagram. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you have an audience question, right?
1: I sure do. I'm going to do it right now. Um, one, I do want to apologize. This was sent in a while ago, and for some reason, it didn't go to our email and just hung out in our like website messaging really? platform thing. I don't know why that happened. Usually, anyone who emails us or messages through our website, it gets directed to our Gmail. This didn't. So when I was uh, editing the website today, I saw it, so I do apologize for the delay, but here it is. This is from Platonic Paladin. How do I friendzone a Dungeons & Dragons squad member without making it weird? Howdy guys. I, a 28-year-old female, have a close friend, 26-year-old Mask, who I play D&D with on an almost weekly basis. His long-term partners is our Dungeon Master and also a friend of mine. I do not know whether they are monogamous. Over the last few months, I've noticed that he's gotten touchier when we hang out alone. I never initiate touch other than a greeting hug. He positions himself so our feet touch, will touch my shoulders, even put his arm around me. The vibes I get are that he's flirting me with plausible deniability, and I find this uncomfortable. But I'm worried that if I bring it up explicitly, it will result in our friendship and D&D party getting really weird. At the same time, I want to put a stop to this behavior before it accelerates, especially because I care a lot about his partner. How do I subtly friendzone this guy? I will say I do hate when people
0: flirt with plausible deniability, you know what I mean? Uh, because it puts you in such a weird position to be like, hey, I have a partner. And then they're like, oh, well, I didn't I didn't ask. Blah, blah. You know, I fucking hate that. Like, someone you've hooked up with reaches out after like 10 years and they're like, hey, you around? And you're like, okay, we all know you want to bang. But then when I bring up a partner or say something like that, it's like, no, I just want to reconnect. It's like the only thing that connected was our genitals. So. Sure. Uh, I have the perfect answer. Okay? You when you're rolling up characters, you say, "Hey, let's do joint like we'll we'll make characters with like a joint backstory." And you roll up siblings.
1: Okay, this but this is a great answer if you just stop your current campaign or have to wait until the end of the current campaign.
0: That's true. I will say you can wait the while or just kill your character. I'm sorry, but it's not going to be more painful than dealing with this and then come back as this person's brother. And then yeah. just go ham on the role play. And then
1: after each session, be like, whoa, it's crazy. I feel like I'm actually your sibling. You need to work with this DM that you love and be like, hey, I kind of want this arc with my character where there's like a guy who just like won't leave her alone
0: <laughs> and
1: have this dude constantly be like touching you and stuff. And then yeah. you just repeatedly kill him. But he's yeah. like cursed, so he just keeps coming back, and mm-hmm. you just keep killing him in more and more gruesome ways. And just look this man dead in the eye every time you do it. Can you change your seating so he can't buts you? But it seems like it's not at the D and D game because they say when they're like hanging out individually. Oh, sorry, I thought it was like during the game. Yeah, I've noticed that he's got or he has gotten touchier when we hang out alone. Oh, okay, yeah. That's annoying. Um, You could just go and be like, oh, sorry.
0: Can you not like touch my shoulder? I don't love that. And like this thing move. Because then you don't have to be like, are you flirting with me? Are you whatever? And I know it's not the perfect answer, but like it is an answer and you're rebuffing them with plausible deniability.
1: And I, I also don't think I would hope that if you are in a friend group, you don't have to be like, hey, you have a partner. Please don't touch me. You can just be like, oh, sorry. I'm not. I don't really like that. Or, you know, I, I'm not a fan of that touch or, and hopefully if they're friends, like if I did something with someone I'm very familiar with and they were like, oh, I'm not the biggest fan of, of being touched, Mm -hmm. then I would be like, I'm so sorry. Of course. And then I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. And hopefully that is enough. If you guys are friends to have, and like, there's no harm in, and I hope no, like no one should feel uncomfortable asking for someone to respect their respect their, you know, boundaries and their, uh, physical space. Mm -hmm. And if they get weird, then that's their fucking fault.
0: Yeah. And it's a pretty
1: clear indication that like nothing here is
0: good. You know what I mean? Cause like, again, maybe they're just weirdly like affectionate in that way. Right. Like I doubt it, but maybe. So it's like, if you say this and they're like, oh shit, sorry. And then they're good. Then you'll be like, oh, cool. Like, and problem you, you, problem averted.
1: Yeah. You could also, Hopefully. while you guys are, like, at the table or whatever, before your session is started, when you're, like, you know, talking about whatever, you can mention a coworker who's been, like, really touchy lately and how it kind of makes you uncomfortable or how you don't like it. You know what I mean? And just kind of, like, bring that up casually mm-hmm. in the space and without, like, being like, oh, there's a, you know, be very specific. Like, again, this is, like, a white lie or whatever. But be very specific. Be like, oh, there's a guy, you know, I, I like at work. And he's gotten like really handsy lately. And I had to tell him to like, st- you know what I mean? Like try to try to replicate the scenario somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And while you're with everyone else, so it doesn't seem pointed. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Maybe like you could
0: just next time he fucking plays foot, you be like, Oh, Hey, I think you, sorry. I think you just kicked me. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm like, Oh, and like every time he touched your foot, they're like, Oh, you, you keep kicking me. What's going on? Like make it like a joke, but like call attention to it. I'm like, I'm sure it'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. and move your feet. I don't know. It's 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 frustrating. And I'm sure it's far more fucking frustrating for you. 100%. And I can't yeah. believe we didn't answer this one. Who knows what's happened to yeah. probably on that new campaign by now. So, brothers. <laughs> roll up brothers and sisters.
1: Yeah. I I think it's really really important to uh, you know, own your space and be firm, but you know, friendly. This person yeah. is presumably your friend, and I again, I don't think it like if, if this person gets weird with you or like worst case, they stop wanting to hang out with you solo, which is yeah, great because it's obvious it like that you, then it'll be a win because, you know, they're not hanging out with you for any good reasons. Exactly. And if they're being weird at the group, they'll have to be like, oh, I kept touching her and she asked me not to like that. Ha- that's going to be the reason that they give. Yeah. Which is also bad. Mm -hmm. so if it's if this person gets all shitty then it's on them to figure it out but i think it's a lot easier to deal
0: with like what's actually happening and rather than extrapolating it to the bigger issue even if it's happening because of the bigger issue yeah i think you'll feel far more comfortable being like hey don't touch my shoulder rather than being like hey are you trying to cheat on my friend the dm with me you know what i mean yeah So like neither is fun to say but one is infinitely easier so try to break it down into those little things you know and just try to rebuff.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: Uh, This is by fun manufacturer 3389 Do you share your location with your partner? I've never done this before, but I've heard a couple's doing it, and I'm wondering what are the pros and cons? Why did you do it to begin with, and how often do you check it? Also, how do you share it constantly with just one person? I feel like it's done usually when trust is an issue to be more secure in
1: the relationship. I've never done it. Nope. Nor have I, I. I would understand that, like, Someone who like if if I lived in a, a fairly rough neighborhood or if my partner worked in a fairly rough neighborhood and they want like it, it was more of a safety feature for me to be like, OK, I know you're still at work. Great. I know you're in an Uber on your way. Like I, I understand that, like those things of like sharing your Uber rides with partners mm-hmm. and stuff, because, you know, it, it's a safety thing and it's a peace of mind thing. So cool. But I think if it's a trust issue, if you're doing it because you don't trust your partner, we say it all the time. If you don't trust them, you shouldn't be with them. Yes.
0: Uh, It's kind of like I saw someone pointing out... It was like a question of uh, like, why are atheists good people or something? Someone like... They're not. They were like, I don't understand why atheists are good people. Like, they don't live in fear of God. And someone was like, well, if you are only good because you live in fear of God... You're not good. So it's like, if you're only not cheating on your partner because you have your location turned on, Yeah, you're not a great partner still. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So it's like, if the issue is there, you're putting a band-aid on like a fucking mortal wound. You know what I mean? It's not going to solve things. It's you also just like, feel like it's better. Also, it's so easy to just leave your
1: phone in the office and go fuck. Like, I don't know. Or or just say, be like, oh yeah, that's where my friend Dave lives. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah I went out with drinks for co-workers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, how many times- uh, unless-
0: have we seen this happen where it's like, oh, my boyfriend has his location on and he said he went to the gym, but he went to this residential house. What's happened? It's like, OK, like obviously the location services fixed everything.
1: Yeah. So I would say it's one or two. Like if you if you guys are doing it and you both feel like it's if you if it's like a mutual agreement of being like, hey, the the neighborhood's rough. So we're going to share our information so that if anything ever happens, I will be able to sort of like ping you at your most recent stuff. I know some people who have been like assaulted um, that feel com- more comfortable with this kind of stuff. Uh, sure. Great. Uh, if, if it makes you guys both feel safer and more comfortable and more secure, and it's a layer of, of relief for you guys, mm-hmm. I go for it, do whatever you need to do. I don't mind it. But if it's like, Hey, we've been dating for a year now and we need to share our location to make sure that we're being honest and faithful. Then fucking abort, just get yeah. out. Because like I, if, I think it's a that's a the only thing red flag. Yeah, if it's the only thing keeping you guys faithful is that, like, at any point in time, I can check to see where my partner is. That <laughs> it's bad. Get the fuck yeah. out. No, it's garbage. Uh, that's gonna do it for us this week, friends. But if you would like to hang around a little longer, we're gonna pop on to some online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble. Hinge, and look through some profiles. See what works, see what doesn't work, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Hell yeah. Uh Oh man, let's see if I can find... I'm, I'm swiping live. Okay, you know what? here we go. I'll hit you with one just before you do this.
0: Sure. This is April. Toxic, but my ass is fat. I explore abandoned
1: buildings for fun. My tats are cooler than yours. Um, it's... Like, almost cool, but I always hate when people are like, I'm a bad person. Yep. You know, like. That's the thing. It's, it's not a funny joke
0: if it's false, and it's real shit if it's true. Like, yeah. I think the only thing worse than being a bad person is being a bad person and knowing it and being like, that's fine.
1: Yes. So, gigantic red flag there. Yeah, anytime anyone's up front about how bad of a person they are, unless there is, like, a very, very, very good punchline to it, like, it's got to be, like, it, you've got to really get me for me to be like, oh, okay, you're not a bad person. It's it's there specifically to serve yes. this incredibly crafted joke. Right. Rich like, but my ass is fat. No. no. Wrong. Yes. Um, uh, that is, uh, like, like, the lowest quality of...
0: Yeah, like hey, a fat ass, great. Uh, exploring abandoned buildings—that's cool. Actually, I appreciate that you've some personality and something I appreciate. My tats are cooler than yours. It's a little adversarial, but in a totally acceptable way, and it brings up your tats. That's fine.
1: Yeah. Toxic though. What are you doing? So it's going to be like a six. I'm giving it. I think I got to go lower. I think I got to go four because I okay. think it. It's, it's teetering. teetering. It's a very easy way for me to say no. The second yeah. you say you call yourself toxic, it you give me the... There's a there's an uphill climb to get into right swipe territory, and it's very, mm. very easy for me to be like, nope. I think, actually,
0: you make a better point, because I there's no way I would swipe on someone who says toxic. So yeah. I don't know why it's above the five.
1: Um, this is Lizzie. I'm a confident BBL, ready to see what's out there. I love to travel and love animals. My man needs to be ambitious and responsible. Height isn't a big deal for me, but good family values are. Low body count, and I intend to keep it that way. But if it happens, it happens. Shrug. <laughs> what a weird what a
0: weird energy to end that with. Yeah. Like why why put that in
1: at all? Like, I don't wanna fuck, but I might, you know, who cares? Like what? That's I mean that's kinda like everyone? Of being like, if it happens, it happens. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I've I've slept with X amount of people, and if if I do have sex with you, it does happen. <laughs> you know it what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what what are you saying?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure where they're aiming for with that one, but uh, like it's super bland at best.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, this is one of those things where it's like you put so much focus on what you're looking for, and it's so blase. But I don't want people like
0: ambitious and responsible. It's like who wants someone irresponsible?
1: And lazy. I I want some I want a lazy piece of shit that like I can't rely on. (laughs) Right. Like I just oh, I hate it so much. And it's like you love traveling animals. That's the Wow. That's the information you've given us. It's like cool. I can't again, I don't want to meet someone. (laughs) <laughs> it's like traveling sucks Not for animals me. animals can't Stand up get them those out cute of here little
0: guys They fucking sicken me I hate yeah. those cute little guys
1: Yeah I, like again I don't I don't understand the need to be like I'm a confident BBL I'm oh, sorry I, I forgot see. about
0: that I don't like the Like it, it's weird to like slip into Fetishization language about
1: Yourself maybe Yeah but it's like I have eyes I, I can see you. I I know you're yeah. uh, a lady of a larger stature and that's fine. I'm either going to be cool with it or I'm not like, I'm yeah. not going to look at your profile and be like, Oh, thank God. She, she's a confident BBL. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's, it, it's, it means nothing to me. I assume I'm going to judge based on your pictures. Like almost all of them are her in a bikini. Yeah. So I can, I can glean that you're very positive about your body. And I love that. That's great. Yeah. I don't like, show don't tell
0: in this situation. For sure, I don't see what that adds. And also, again, it's like, it feels like you're going to attract the wrong kind of people when you step into that weird, like, categorization language, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just seems like a a strange tact to take, especially when you're like, oh, I want to keep my buddy count low.
1: Yeah, and, like, I don't really care about the classification. It doesn't really ping anything for me. But I just mean, like, it would be me like saying, white guy. Yeah, I yes, know. Yeah. obviously <laughs> here I am. Like it's not difficult to to glean this it's information. Yeah. yeah. So like save save your profile for things. Like show show your physicality in your pictures. Show who you are. If you're, you know, jacked, by all means, show it off. I'm I'm cool with that. If you I'm red, jacked. <laughs> I have big muscles. Right? Like it sucks. That's it just being like I'm I have lots of muscles. Cool. I see that. I have an average body.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know now. We saw your profile.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's it's just like something like I would rather you strip that away and be like a little bit more precise about who you yes. are as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't want because right now the that seems to be your only personality is being like, I'm a big, beautiful Latina. Cool. You got anything else? Because that is not enough for me to be attracted. And I feel like uh, you probably don't want to date someone if that is all that they need. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. I'm also going to
1: downgrade the other one to a four as well. Um, Yeah, I'm putting this one on a four as well because it's... The, it's Once again, it's it's the, the, the verbiage that is, is tossing me.
0: Uh, and this is Sydney. Unless you're sending me money weekly, we are not hooking up. Sparkle emoji but we can get to know each other and fall in love. I'll just steal your funds when we're married. Shrug emoji. So bad. Sydney seems like
1: she fucking sucks. But again, if you're on there looking for a sugar daddy, like, okay. It, it, it is a good point. At least she's being straight up about it. Yeah. No subterfuge
0: like, here for Sydney. She wants money more than anything. So, yeah, know, I do applaud her honesty.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, once again, not for me, but if this is the the tactic in which you're like what you're looking for, you're not being coy, you're not being fucking shady, you're not it's not like you're out there just going on dates with hundreds of dudes to get a free meal and maybe, you know, a nice something something. You're you're laying it on the table. Uh again, mm. not for me. Um I also think the profile's pretty bland. I would like if you're going to be looking for a sugar daddy, I think you need a little bit more personality and maybe a little bit of like what you can offer, what you mm-hmm. can bring to the table. Um, so I'm going to give it a six.
0: Fair. Yeah, there is a weird picture of her doing what looks like a drawing on crayon on her okay. lap. I don't understand what's happening here. Like, she's a grown ass woman. She just seems to be doing some like
1: grade school arts and crafts. I don't know. I mean, I got nothing against someone who loves a good little coloring book or something. Yeah, it's just a weird choice. Uh, do you want one more? Yeah, give me one more. Um, <laughs>
0: This is Elizabeth Who wants to have gay sex before it's illegal and two rainbow <laughs> flags Bands from Tinder shake my head Oh SMH my head They couldn't handle the Neutron style If you hurt animals for fun Don't even look at me I, mean, I don't
1: hate this I don't know what Neutron style is I just I assume could've... it's like Jimmy Neutron Jimmy Neutron know. is the first thing I come with And like then I immediately go to the Carl Weezer Like covers of songs Oh uh, I think
0: there's a thing there's a thing called Neutron Style from Jimmy Neutron, apparently. Hell yeah. Saying you can't handle the neutron style. It's a thirteen <laughs> second video. I'm gonna watch it right now.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. You let me know. Report back to me.
0: Okay. He's he's doing a he's doing a handstand on a flaming skateboard going down the street. Yeah. And then he breaks the so he breaks the skateboard, hands it to a, a a watcher who's saying, "Damn, he's got the moves." And he says, "Next time, somebody give me a board that can handle the neutron style." And he walks away. Does he actually say, "Damn"?
1: What? The, the next guy time crowd.
0: Oh no, no! He says like, "Okay, well, no." I, I was just like, "Okay, I was neutron going
1: hard." Yeah, okay, great. I just want to double check. Maybe cause... he did.
0: I don't fucking know, man. And <laughs> uh, I, I love that. Damn. I think
1: this might be a 10 that with that extra bit of context. I love it. I think it's, uh, I think it's great. I think it's everything. It's, it's the right energy for me. Yeah. And I, oh, think- you'd
0: also love this person. Cause they do kind of dress like Jimmy Neutron, but not in a bad way. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Do they have the, like the cool little spiky hair? No, that would be hair. That's not dressing. I'm just asking. They just seem kind of spooky and like, Cottage Corey? I don't know.
1: Okay, I would, on my list of spooky things, I would I'd put Jimmy Neutron on that list. Well, like, I feel like a lot of, like, spooky
0: girls could also, like, dress like super nerdy in a way. Okay. Like, there's, like, nerdy spooky, and then there's spooky spooky. Like, there's, no, like, me... gothic spooky.
1: Yeah. I'll... Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up Jimmy Neutron right now, because I don't really know if I remember. If I remember correctly, doesn't he just wear, like, a red shirt? I I don't know. I just assume he had, wears a sweater vest. Maybe I don't know much about Jimmy Neutron. No, Jimmy Neutron. He's literally like in a Bart Simpson. Like he's wearing like blue <laughs> pants and a uh-huh. red shirt. What you're really into? Is he a nerd? Is he a big nerd? He's a big nerd, but he's like he doesn't got glasses. Like I don't think anyone would look at Jimmy Neutron on the street from hmm. the neck down and be like, "Look at that nerd!" I mean, he's got like a fucking. Oh, he like, just wears a, a
0: t-shirt. Ah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: I I take it all back. <laughs>
0: He She dresses like Jimmy Neutron's personality. Ooh,
1: someone has a picture of hot for Oh, Jimmy Neutron's in Fortnite, and he's so hot. Hell yeah. Some of the fucking Jimmy Neutron characters are pretty cursed, huh? I, pretty I much me- all of them, actually. Sheen Estevez is a absolute nightmare.
0: As is Brittany Tanelli. They're all horrendous. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Who's that business suit guy? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. this is our Jimmy Neutron fan cast now. Yeah. Wow. This, this got uh, away from us. Thank you very much for listening. It has been an absolute pleasure to hang out with you for the hour. Um, if you are got nothing to do this week on Thursday and you're in the Toronto area and you got, uh, 10 bucks, it's all you need to have a good time. Yeah. And, and also if
0: you have something to do, cancel those fucking plans
1: and come anyway. Yeah. Uh, it is black sheep in Toronto. It is a cocktail bar. And it is lovely. And as now said, we've got drink deals. we got got uh, food deals. Uh, the show is great. It's a good time. $4 we shots get a, as well. $4 so shots. You can get like pretty tipsy if you want for fuck all in this economy.
0: $4 this shot? Economy?
1: That costs Responsibly. less than... Like, Responsibly.
0: That costs less than a bag of fucking Doritos, man.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, this Thursday, 7 o'clock. Uh September twenty first. We'd love to see you. Yeah, please come by. Now are you ready for a weird bad sex writing? Uh you've gotta do other things. I know, we well, I'm just
0: asking are you ready? So I can give you time to get ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Ah well okay. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Seas for the song Paper Stars. Also, go check out our Patreon guys. And by yeah, checking it out released...
1: support us on there, please. We support or no, we release <laughs> we support you uh every month with an extra episode. If you support us every month for an extra. That's true.
0: All right. Uh, This is part question, part bad sex writing. So feel free to answer it if you want to go in. And it was posted on Weird Toronto. Weird question. Is semen heavier than liquid soap? Context My gym has liquid soap containers in the showers that are very easy to adulterate. There's no protective covers. I've been assuming semen is lighter. So I pump out 30 pumps before using the soap just to be on the safe side. No, I don't want to bring my own soap, lol. Times are tight.
1: Times are tight, but you're fucking wasting 30 pumps of soap? Let me tell you right now, my dude, if there is cum in that soap, it doesn't matter how many times you pump it, you're getting, you're washing yourself with a man's cum. Also, surely the pump's at the bottom, so if it's lighter, the more you pump it, the closer the to the cum, cum you
0: Do you want more cum? Is
1: this what you're saying? Just stir Is this, it. The, is this the issue? Look, and also, if I was deviant enough... To be like, I'm gonna come into this soap dispenser. I'm mixing that motherfucker up.
0: Also, right? if I was deviant enough to want my cum on anybody, I wouldn't put it in the one thing that destroys cum. Soap. Soap.
1: You can poop one in there. Cum cum and destroy. guess what? It's it's soap. It cleaned the poop. It well now it's now it's harmless. I don't know if that's what we wanna say. <laughs> what else does soap do, Dane? But clean. I mean it d- it, it cleans. It
0: doesn't erase. It. it <laughs> but like, arguably, it's the best place to have a cum mixture. Hmm. Unless, I guess, the the best place is, you know, in someone if you're trying to impregnate them. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: that's that's the, where we're gonna call it. My name is Dave Miller. Well, maybe not mixture. Unless the mixture.
0: <laughs> My name's Nelson.
1: We've been your fuck buddies.